Hey there, everyone. This is Jacqueline Jacks from AVA Live Radio. You are listening to the Behind the Music episode where we get to hear the story of the indie artist today. And I'm excited because I have big homie E sounds here from his new single, Picture Me Rollin'. I just played a little bit about it just as we came in. And you know what? It is really inspiring a lot of people to get up. What's going on, Chris? How are you? Welcome to the broadcast. I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm glad to be here. I'm awesome. Thanks. It's great to have you here for sure. Tell me about what's going on in Alabama these days. What's the music uh, business like there? Uh, it's not much. Um, where we're at, well, I'm actually um, in Gaston, Alabama. Um, it's not a whole, whole lot when it comes down to Gaston, Alabama, as far as musically. So we kind of branch out and go to the bigger city, which is Birmingham. And, um, you know, it's a lot popping off in Birmingham. A lot of good artists, a lot of independent artists, and everything. So yeah, we you know we part of that scene, trying to you know do do our thing. <laughs> That's true, right? But you have social media today, which makes a huge difference, right? I mean, oh, everybody's yes. doing the DIY thing, and of course, you're working with us now, which is pretty cool because maybe you'll get like a different perspective on things as far as content. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It is um, what you were saying about um, social media. That is, you know, a big thing, especially um, it is, you know, and that's the thing about the um, the music industry, you know, how it's changed a lot. You can really go out there and reach a lot of people, you know, than just doing it locally, which is good, too. But you can go out there and reach a whole lot of people and, and, and you know, get a lot of fans and, you know, get a lot of fan base, bring a lot of fans and, and introduce to your music. So yeah, yeah I completely agree. I mean, as far as the internet, like I'm big on building interactive web spaces. And the reason why I'm I'm really big on that now more than any other time. I mean, I've always been like happy with it, but I really want to push it these days because the social media reach has been limited. So if you know, if Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same people and they only show like one percent of your followers, your content, then you know you've got to like figure it out, right? Figure out some other way that when people are seeing your stuff, how are you going to keep in touch with them moving forward? And so I'm, I'm assuming Instagram's your favorite. Is that your favorite platform? Yeah, actually it is. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> um, that, that's funny you said that. I had I found that out. And I know this might be funny, but it's funny, and I'm glad you you mentioned that because I don't know whether a lot of people know that when you put things on Instagram, it doesn't really reach you know a lot of your followers and stuff like that. So, but I found that out, and but the reason why I like it um, a lot to use is because it's a lot more um, interactive to me. A lot of the other um, social media platforms. I mean, don't get it, don't get it twisted. I like Twitter and things like that. And but um, yeah, to me, just Instagram is just a better. Um, and Facebook, um, we promote a lot on Facebook too. So um, yeah, they're, they're you know they're to me personally. Like I said, I lean more towards Instagram though. But yeah, um, but honestly, I go through a lot of social media. Uh, outlets, um, places. I, I use I use them all because you never know. So I use them all. Uh-huh. I just, I just try, to, try to build, build, build from there. But yeah, yeah, I notice we use a lot too, and and I'm like one of those people where 
I do tend to gravitate to certain tools that I think are really fun to use. And right now, Instagram um, definitely has a lot of tools that are really easy to use to create like, you know, more animated content and things that people, I don't know, I feel like they react to it in real time where Facebook has so many limitations, you know, like if there's too much text on your image, they're not going to show it to anybody. So then you don't get a good like view of if it's reaching people or resonating. (laughs) So all those little things, you know, just kind of drive me crazy because we can't do what we really want to do. Right. They're limiting us. Exactly. That's that's the one thing about Facebook, too. They don't really care for like YouTube links and different links <laughs> to put on to put on their pages. Yeah. So Isn't yeah, that that's, that's limited a lot. You're right. <laughs> They're like Vegas. They want you to like stay on Facebook and don't do anything else. Just what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Stays <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly it, right? That's so true. What do you What do you usually find is your best route, like so, a music fan that's listening to your your music here today, where should they go to interact with you? Where it's going to be like an experience, and what do you have in store for them this year, this summer? Um, well, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yet, but I'm thinking of something right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, you can go a lot of times. Um, um, you can go to you know, like you said, Instagram and stuff like that. To, because I, we're, you know, we're on there a lot, doing a lot of things. So we're, 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 you know, like I said, we're posting stories. We're letting people know when we're um, dropping, you know, an album or dropping a single, dropping a mixtape. That's where we, we, we put a lot of our stuff on it. Like I said, we do use a lot of other things and, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, that's where we really go to make sure, you know, we update people. But we also have our SoundCloud page, which has like over 10,000 followers. So we use that too when we want to, you know, put out a song and kind of test the song and test different music and stuff like that. Right now, though, what we have coming for um, a lot of the fans are going with working on our mixtape called The Real Issues. And it's just is, you know, it's was one of those, it's gonna be one of those mixtapes where we're gonna be talking about a lot of this different issues and but we're also gonna have fun with it and you know and talk about, you know, things, fun things, not just, you know, not it's not gonna be a depressing. Type of album or mixtape or not like that, but it yeah. is is just going to talk about certain issues and you know certain social issues and just relationships and things like that. So yeah, we 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 kind of excited for that. We're trying to get it yeah. right. <laughs> Isn't that cool? I love digging into lyrics, you know, and and the purpose behind what's going on. You know, yeah. I mean, like picture me rolling. I really like this song. I've I've listened to it several times, you know, and it's real. It's authentic. What what did you mean behind the song when you wrote it? Well, actually, it's funny you said you asked that. Excuse me. Um, The person that made the beat, um, the producer called Vibe B, he named the um, beat Picture Me Rolling. And the first thing I thought about was Tupac's Picture Me Rolling off his All Eyes On Me double CD, which in my opinion, one of the greatest double CDs, hip-hop CDs ever made. Anyway, um, (laughs) I I took that element and I started thinking about what he was talking about in that song. You know, he was kind of like, Taunting, you know, the haters a little bit, like, you know, picture me rolling, like, picture me, you know, if you're hating on me, you don't like what I'm doing, you know, I don't, don't really care, but just close your eyes and just picture me rolling. It's kind of like mocking them. So I thought about mm-hmm. making a, you know, a chill version 
of that kind, but with our own twist to say, you know, picture me rolling is just like, you know, whatever I'm doing, you know, if you don't like it or you're hating against it, understand that it's not going to stop me. I'm still going to roll. So you can just picture me keep moving. <laughs> you know, so that was the, the, <laughs> the basis behind the song. Just, you know, just picture me rolling. <laughs> you know, I love that. You know, it's important because like the Internet, I mean, we use it and we love it. Right. Because we get exactly. to connect with so many amazing people. But it's also like the toilet of the Internet. So like you're going to find a lot of crazy oh, people on there. You are so right. You are so right. <laughs> I'm telling no you that. No matter how good your projects are, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't really listen to them. They just want to like throw shade on you <laughs> and oh, drive you crazy to get a reaction, you know? Honestly, if I can say this, that was, that's one of the, that's a, a question that was asked. And to me, like what was one of the hardest things when it comes down to this? And even though a lot of people won't admit it, or a lot of artists will not admit this, but really when you are creating anything, music, when you're creating it and, and, and it's your art, and you don't paint that picture, you know, and you you go, okay, I'm ready for these people to, to see the picture I painted. I'm ready for the people, in our case, I'm ready for the people to hear this music. And you get those people that hate it or they, everybody has a right to their opinion or they call it trash. It gets mm-hmm. to you. Whether you say it don't, it kind of oh, yeah. gets to you, you know, because you don't yeah. put so much work and effort behind this and then to put it out there and be like, okay, I'll let everybody hear it. And then somebody says that it gets to you. And that's one of the hardest parts, at least for me. And I've been doing this for a while. That's one of the hardest parts because it's like, okay, I got to have a tough skin. You know, I I can't let it get to me, but it's kind of hard sometimes because like I said, a lot of work, you know? Yeah. And also you're like, I mean, there's what is making them say it? You know, there's always something in the back of your head, like, okay, is this like, is this vicious, right? But is there some kind of critique there that maybe I went, you know, like maybe I'm not seeing things the same way? And, 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 <laughs> you know, and that's, like, hmm. Jacqueline, we can talk about this forever. That is the truth. And I always told people that when you give, it's okay to hear what people got to say because constructive criticism is great. It really is. But, you know, when I think of construction, I think of building. So I'm listening to your opinion and see what I can build from. If you call it trash or you just say you hate it, I can't build from that because you're not giving me anything specific that I can build from. That's such a good point. Yeah. You know, we used to have a rule. I mean, first of all, like I, every one of our staff members, I'm always like, okay, you are not allowed to review music officially on the Internet as our profile because you always have to send them in <laughs> to the, send them into the email because like you know first of all text messaging you can really misconstrue what's being said right and then the second thing is what's what's one opinion to some person you know it can't be everything to everyone right. so you have to like have at least five people like reviewing it and discussing it and talking things over. Cause you could really like, especially with our logo on it, you could really hurt somebody uh-huh. and it's not our job to say that nobody's going to like your music or that it's not creative enough. And, and I don't believe in that. You know, exactly. I believe I, agree. Right? Like, I like some stuff, you like some stuff. And uh-huh. if I put it out there, I'm mostly looking at like, okay, does it offer value to the audience? Yes, check, right? Like what kind of stuff does it offer to the audience? Check, yeah. you know? And, and that's where we kind of lie on that fine line because it's art. So yeah. you can't define art by like what's good and what's bad. It's just opinion. 
Exactly. Yep, it's just a pain. I totally agree with you on that. I mean, a hundred percent. That is so true. And I always tell, you know, the the other guy that um does it with me, see that's where we get the big homie E sounds from, because his name is Big Homie E Sounds is the brand. And um it was my brand. And and um I always tell him, I said, you know, you gotta go out there and you you, you know. You find your fans and you find the people who, you know, like your music and, and gravitate towards your music. I said, the people who don't like it, I said, they don't like it. You know, I was like, you just, yeah. you don't, you're not really making as messed up as this, as this may sound. You're not really making the music for the people who don't like it. You are making music for the people who do rock with it. Who, that with your music and rock with what you're doing. That's that's who you're making your music for, you know? Not saying that the people who don't like a, a specific song won't, you know, like a song that you do down the line, but this what you do it for. You do it for, you know, the people who, you know, like your stuff. You do it for yourself. You know, you do it, you know, you put your heart into doing what you're doing, you know? Yeah, I was talking to somebody about this just the other day because I'm working on um, a website rebuild and... They were like, okay, we need to figure out exactly what niche this is going to appeal to because if we go too wide, then you're not going to get those like followers fast, right? You're going to just kind of hit and miss people for a long time. It's going to be a slow drip. But if we like figure out exactly what listener is going to love this and what it is that they're finding in it that offers them the greatest amount of value, then it's like a no-brainer. You're just going to have people pouring in like, you know, a hundred people an hour and it's just going to go crazy. So like getting the right target audience on your music is so key to, to everything you're trying to do from this point on. And, yeah. and like has to go through all of it from your website to the, you know, the text, to the press releases, to the, the images and everything you put out has to reflect that value to the right person. You know, like don't go after the people that you can't get. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Go after the people you can, you know, that's a big that's deal. You're right. You're right. Uh, in, 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 in today's, in specifically hip hop, you know, a lot of it, and what we're trying to do too is kind of like bring it back a little bit like bring it back to the the music where people are actually, you know, listening to the music. Like I grew up in the older style of, of music when music was on radio before social media and things like that. So, you know, when we heard tracks, you know, we heard them through the through the radio. So we liked the music. We was like, yeah, we, you know, rock to the music. And then, you know, you might see the video of the of the artist and you're like, okay, this is, you know, you know, get more involved, but you you automatically, you know, you automatically gravitate toward the music. Whereas today, where social media is great, but whereas today is like it's it's about the music, but a lot of times person hip hop is more about the personality and it's more about the character and people are drawn more to, to that. And then the music kind of comes in some ways like second. And we're trying to like make it where, especially in hip hop, where it's more concentrated on the music. So we're trying to make, you know, good music and we're trying to make music that, you know, can, you know, make people gravitate towards what we're doing, you know, just based off the music, not so much based off of well, popularity, to be honest. Personal like, brand. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, ultimately, like, I get what you're saying, but the audience, well, the audience that I'm exposed to anyway, they always want to get inspired by the lyrics, right? But yeah. like, if I don't put the right image in front of them, they won't even listen to it. 
So it's kind of like true. what comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right. I've got You're this right. great music, but why won't you push play? And they're like, well, I don't know. The image just looked kind of weird. And weird, I didn't yeah. feel like leaving where I was to go and give it a try, you know? So like I have to find a way to inspire it. And that action right there, that like that natural reaction is what I'm most focused on. So to me, coming, right, coming from that idea is like, okay, so who, what face what picture is going to speak to the audience and attract the people that will most value this piece of, you know, this single, the lyrics in the song, how are we going to lead them in? Right. Like you lead somebody into a room and they're like, they don't know what to expect. But if you say before you go into the room, Hey, we're going to like come into this room and it's really, it's hyper. People are going to talk real fast and it's going to be a little bit, you know, of an empowering situation where you're going to, have to really kind of take it all in and give it a chance or we're going to go into this room and this is just like a love room all right it's a love fest people are going to love you to death you're going to, <laughs> going to try and inspire you. then you go in in a different mood you know <laughs> you know what no you just you just you just taught me something right there that that room reference that's yeah. a great reference it is, right? That's how I look at it. You need to say that a lot. That room reference, you just opened up my mind with that reference. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and in hip hop, you got to be careful because if you got like guns and stuff, <laughs> and people be like, ooh, I don't know if I'm up for that today. But it's going to be like a love song, you know? <laughs> You're like, hey, but that's really, it's not guns, it's a love song. Oh, yeah, I, sure it is. Right, <laughs> right. You're right. But that's a good, that's a, a good reference. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's funny like that. <laughs> that's good. So tell me about like your involvement in your projects. So we're talking about the music, right? And you put it on SoundCloud. At what point did you see SoundCloud really pop for you? Like, did you have to do a lot of, you know, social interaction, like going on other people's tracks and and saying, you know, like, and go back and forth, right? And exchange just kind of like you do on Instagram. Was that the, the business model or the strategy at first? Well, with SoundCloud is it was a little bit more difficult. Uh, you 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 can do that, but a lot of times I reached out to people who had um, like bigger followings than I had, and right. I would ask them about being able to repost my song. Oh, nice! Yeah, <laughs> you know, on their on their um on their accounts, and um you know a lot of times a lot of them would do it, and it would get you know it would get our songs like a lot of plays. <laughs> you know yeah, that's and, nice yeah interactions and then another good thing about soundcloud was the fact that um it um it introduced me to a lot of producers you know a lot of people that was on the platform making beats and and we collab you know with some of these producers and uh and like one hit me up and was like hey i just want you to you know i'm gonna sing you this beat and see if you like it so you can do anything on it and then you know we built relationships you know through people like that. So, you know, SoundCloud, you know, was very, you know, effective when it came down to that. That's how we did it. You know, I just hit people up. Like I said, I had more following out there and asked them about reposting my track, you know, kind of talk to them about it. Then, like I said, build that relationship. And, you know, that's kind of how we kind of build, build a base. I like that. Yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice thing to do. It's a good kind of community. I noticed a lot of people do that on Facebook too. Like in our group pages, people are always like, Hey, let's self-promote and help each other out and follow each other's playlists and stuff. And and I really like that. I think that's a good, it's a good thing. Although I can't imagine that so many people 
have the time to listen to all the songs. Like I think they'll yeah. follow, right? But I don't know that they're listening to the songs. Yeah, that's yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it takes me a long time to listen to all those songs, and <laughs> so I'm like, they're they're answering me a little too fast. <laughs> I don't think they're listening to the songs. <laughs> Yeah, you work. <laughs> so then once you've got your track right, then then it starts evolving. Like I, I'd imagine your fans are gonna demand in hip hop, they're gonna demand more singles, more stuff, but then also like content. Like, do you make music videos around each one of the singles as you press it out? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it depends on which um single we're feeling the most. And we'll make like a video, make a a, a conceptual video for um for it. Um uh, sometimes um, we are made. Well, this is one story. We made a song. <laughs> we made a, a song, and um, we was it was it was the actual song was called um, "Suicide," and uh, it was touching on kind of that issue. But we did it in kind of a different way, and we decided to make a video for it. But um, that didn't that didn't pan out too well because oh no, uh, I did because we had I had people hit me up on. Um, Instagram and they were like, you know, they, they liked it and everything, but I had took it off of Instagram because it had um, a part in it that probably wasn't suitable <laughs> to be watching, but it wasn't nothing bad, but it just wasn't suitable to be probably, you know, would, probably was just kind of controversial scene. And uh, we made that and, and people were hitting me up loving the song and even liking the video, but um, social media didn't, and Instagram and YouTube kind of didn't like it, <laughs> so they kind of. Oh, no. Wait, I want to know what that was. What was? What was it? <laughs> it, was, it was a song. It was a song called "Suicide." I, I, we totally took the, the the video off of every platform because it was just one of those situations where uh, we didn't want no trouble with it. YouTube um, took it off, and did, I guess they felt like we were um, poking Running? fun at it, but we wasn't. We oh, were, I, okay. So it wasn't like promoting suicide, right? Was it like no, 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 no? It wasn't. It wasn't giving instructions or something. (laughs) It it had a scene, a very um, explicit scene in it, where somebody was like attempting to cut themselves, cut their wrist. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. That was suitable for for people to watch, but we didn't realize that it would be so, you know it would be such a problem. And you know, you can't really put that stuff on like YouTube and stuff like that. But um people like the people like the song hit me up a song was like, yo, we still want, you know, want you to do the song. And we said, well we'll put it on our mixtape, but we decided not to do it. But the whole point of the story is a lot of times even when you said about doing visuals for um particular songs, sometimes we will, but sometimes they don't always go the way we want the way we want. Yeah. yeah. It's so true, right? Yeah. And you're kind of like Maybe well, I think it's good that you're you're very you're very intuitive about how the audience is seeing you and viewing, and you're willing to take down things even if you spent a long time on them. If yeah. it's the wrong thing for your brand, and you think that it's gonna, you know, um, put the put the wrong message out there to young people, I think that's really admirable and and really responsible. And I think musicians need to think about that a lot. You know, you're gonna be at one point socially responsible, right? We didn't. We don't want to misinterpret something, especially something as serious as suicide. You know, we don't, yeah. don't want nobody to mis, mis, you know, mis, miscommunicate on what we were trying to say or what we were trying to put out or what we were trying to, you know, in the in the song actually what it's talking about. You know, different 
like just basically having these thoughts in your head, you know, and and where these thoughts might originate from. That's kind of the base of of the song. But um, yeah, we don't want nobody to miss, you know, to take our message and, and just totally, you know, run away with it and think that it's something that it isn't. So yeah, we do try to be very responsible when it comes down to things like that. Cause you know, you got kids listening, you know? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't even realize it. Cause you know, we'll be in the studio doing some stuff. Right. And you're joking around and kidding. And you're like, okay, this is a really cool song. We love it. We love the groove. We like the message. How can we put a spin on it? And <laughs> it goes horribly awry, but you don't yeah. realize it's going to happen like that. You know? A lot of times you got to get to the end and then look back and sit back and just really view it from different angles to figure it out, you know? And sometimes this is where those messages, right? This is where like that fine line of the haters kind of get you thinking about things because you're like, are you, you know, where's the source coming from? Are you really just hating on me? Or is this like something I really need to look at again? Because I just, you know, I didn't see that angle of it. I've totally been there. You know, I really have. As a musician myself, it's, it's, I, I walk that line all the time of um, what kind of message am I putting out? And, and are the analogies, you know, realistic? Or are they something that are just kind of poking fun? And, and are people going to read my words as being, empathetic or are they going to read my words as being a little harsh or sarcastic (laughs) that's true true all right well this is so cool i'm excited you want to introduce your song to the audience as we go into play here because i am excited to play this song for them oh yeah no doubt (laughs) this is picture me rolling by big homie e sounds i hope you enjoy it yeah (laughs) thanks so much for being here it's been great talking to you this is fun yeah, it was great talking to you too. Uh, not every day I get to talk to a beautiful woman. So yes, <laughs> this was a great, <laughs> this was great. Oh, no, you didn't. I love it. <laughs> Chris, thank you so much. You're the best. This is a good one. Picture me rolling. 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 Picture me
Picture me rolling. 